lovers. It's Katie. Alori's not with us today, but we have a special show. It's called The Single Mom and Sex Show, and I have some really special guests for you guys today. I have Tanya, a.k.a. Mama Tanya, founder and executive director of The Black Project and founder and host of Mama Tanya's Kitchen. And then I have my homegirl, Taj. She's hey. spicy single mom. Hey, everybody. Welcome, ladies. Hey, hey, hey. hey. So um, I've been waiting to do this show for a long time. I've, I've never talked about being a single mom and sex, and it's one of the topics that sort of inspired me to even do this podcast. So it's been two years coming, and I think I might have just hit a second year anniversary. So it's it's perfect. It's perfect timing. Um, and I have uh, two women that I truly admire, two moms who are unapologetic about their sexuality and unapologetic about their womanhood and, and being moms and their motherhood. And so I'm really excited about this episode. So for all you moms... And all you baby daddies out there, and, and, and uh, what do you call them? You know who, who y'all are. Um, this is going to be a really, really good show. So, out the gate. What's going on, ladies? Let's get it popping. <laughs> uh, so, me and my one and only have definitely call it quits. Mm. Um, just got tired of the back and forth. Yeah. And the lies. Yeah. And just the, you know, my one thing I ask for is stability. Right. I don't ask for your money. I don't need it. Right. I don't ask for gifts. I like gifts, but yeah. I need to know we're stable. Right. And our last really serious conversation, I told him um, you know, your purpose is to be my rock. Right. But I feel like you're rolling under my feet. Right. So how can that, that can't work. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, um, I don't know how to get people to understand that. Like for, you know, as, as single moms, you know, how much time it takes for us to even, you know, make time for relationships and sex and pleasure. Um, there's so much that goes into that, you know, we don't have the luxury of spontaneity. Right. You know, so stability is important. It's key. Tanya. Oh, huh. um, <laughs> where am I? <laughs> That's such a weird ass question for me these days. I'm everywhere and nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, my relationship with my partner ended badly wow. and wow. we don't have enough blunt tequila or time to even sort through that um, <laughs> well we're here unfortunately just, you're not here but we're drinking Tito's and and uh I will just tea. say that it, you know I mean it was it's, it's been painful right mm-hmm. but I'm not shocked like my relationship with my kid's father really was some like Bobby Whitney ghetto mm-hmm. like Tyler Perry could not have written a better <laughs> script you know what I'm saying like so it just didn't match where I was. People see me as this like ingenue, you know, burgeoning social media, yeah, like, right. you know, like the hood girls, like feminist, sure. priestess type situation that I'm on. Like, I'm out here for the, mm-hmm. I'm out here for the sophista ratchets, right? I'm right. out here to say that single mothers, hood girls have multiplicity. We have layers. We can be in the boardroom. We can be in the bedroom. We can be twerking all on the, on, like, on the on the stoop in the hood right like exactly. we can be all of those things we don't have to pick one right but no despite all of that what i think hood girls and hood single moms have to realize is like that is not an excuse to like get yourself in some struggle love and then think that you have to stick with it and that's all that that you're worth that's right. so and crazy so i had to like go ahead go ahead baby we gonna say no go ahead you had to what I like I had to like knock some sense into myself, right. and I think that happened. That happened when I realized I had birthed two babies with a man who didn't have any qualms about choking me in front of my children. Right. Oh, right. So that was so right, and then bringing some white girl around my apartment who'd been claiming crip, thinking that she was going to wild me up. <laughs> yeah, this, she oh, told me the story. To be out no. here. I was like, no. Yes, 
And I'm like, sis, nobody's about to be out here fighting for this community cock. You got to understand that. Like, this nigga throw out dick like Nino Brown throw out crack. So what you over here? Like, I'm trying to figure out why you over here where me and my kids rest at. And at the end of the day, I'm not fighting for him. I'm about to bust your head because I want you to recognize it as a woman, as a fellow mother. Right. You don't get to come and disrespect me and make me uncomfortable when my kids come at. And so for me, at, at, at that point, it was the end of it. And so I've been in a space where I'm trying to move beyond that. Right. And like, yo, it's rough out here. There are definitely days where I'm like, maybe it was easier to stay with my abuser because I had a fabulous. Sex no, with my let's abuser. talk about that. Right. So let's get down to. Like, so clearly, you know, I always say there's 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 like two scenarios going on. Right. There are people mm-hmm. who just kind of go through life. And I, I look at these people and they're like, think, think, you know, that things are kind of normal for them and like just, you know, borderline. And, you know, I'm like, am I, am I the drama? Like, is it me? Like, does, you know, so we can unpack that later, but, you know, and then there are people like us, <laughs> right? Who what choose us, right? right? And so that always mm-hmm. looks crazy when you're choosing you and, you know, you're putting yourself first mm-hmm. and, and, um, and and saying no to abuse and no to ignorance and no to um uh fuckboyism for lack of a better huh. word. Right? And then what happens? Mm-hmm. They fall right in your lap. They're like, hey <laughs> right? yeah. So I mean there is something to, you know, what you attract. I do believe that. Oh, I do sure. believe and I work through that. I I constantly am working through Hey, you know, I got this guy here and he's, you know, acting a certain way. It's a little cray cray. What is it about me that's attracting that? So I'm unpacking that right mm-hmm. now as I'm going through this, this thing, right? I don't And like you know, to- I would have to say, like, I agreed with that probably up until a few months ago. I don't mm-hmm. think you always, att- I don't think you always attract what you are. I think a lot of times you can also, particularly for people like us, mm-hmm. who that have that fire, that spark. That's mm-hmm. right. That, that, that zest. You know what I'm saying? Like, People you like a flame. So you right. can attract them more. Right. Right. You understand? Right. I, so I you mean, attract people who want to be what you are. The, this is I true. I think what we have to figure out is, like, it's what we can't control who we attract or why we attract them. We can absolutely control who we give who access to. Who we choose. To. Right. Who we allow to right. come into. And and I agree with you, right? So I think it's I think it's both things depending on your where you where you're developing, right? Where you're mm-hmm. at in your development, mm-hmm. right? So for me, I still think that, you know, some of my past traumas have are still following me and I'm working through those. But I agree mm, with absolutely. you. Absolutely. I agree with you that um, that there is a draw, right? That there's there's an attraction, mm. right? I'm I like alpha males. I'm unpacking that. Betas just don't do it for me. But I'm like, yeah. why why am I attracted the to these? Girl. Why am I attracted to these alpha males? Like, what right. it is? It, you know, I was doing some research recently, um, with this relationship expert named uh, Esther Perel. She's a German chick. She's really crazy, incredible. And she interviewed this um psychologist uh, named Richard Swartz, and they were talking about. Um, how, um, uh, shoot, I just lost my thought. They were talking about how, um, you know, there are certain parts of you that, that are triggered, right? And act as defense, act into as defense mechanisms. Mm -hmm. But what they were saying about alpha males was that alpha males are basically people who, who, um, who are working at in high anxiety. Sorry, mm. I need to drink mm-hmm. my my drink. They're operating with high anxiety and like mm-hmm. trauma basically, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. right, right? So why am I attracted to that? I'm, so when I heard that, I was like, "Well, holy me shit. Too, why girl, am I give me to a that? broken nigga any day of the week." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why? I mean, I don't right. know what the fuck that is about me. And I've literally been and I like I've come to that realization. I'm like, you always trying to go get you a corner boy, some some I mean, broken nigga with a story. If he has like, like a suit on but could do a little thug thing, I'm like, that's for me. Because I do mm-hmm. have to, I need that, I that need balance. both. I do need the balance because I, I just, I, there's that whole You need, you, you like thing. you a ghost. You, you like a I ghost need a go- from power. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. That's me 100%. Right. But no, mm-hmm. no. What I really need, 
I don't need no Donald Glover. Like that, I don't. No, that's but just Yes, girl, I went out on a date with yes. a Donald Glover oh, the yes, other day. Do tell. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Everything oh, no, about no. him was Donald Glover. I can't. And I just was like, girl, he seemed nice enough. He was definitely mm -hmm. really into me. And I was like, see, maybe there is some truth to these these type of men being like black women folks date us. Like, That's true. I'm like, why you don't go find you a nice Becky? Because, like, because um, it's their talk. I mean, I get it, you know, but it's just like, no, y'all are totally, like, y'all not bringing it. Y'all not providing. Yeah. Those guys, you know, they're, they're sleeping on somebody's couch. I'm sorry. I'm not. Why are you talking about he lived with his mom? See? He and she's gonna leave See? him the apartment I was living oh, in Manhattan. No. Um, he's he's a skater and he See? works at the hotel. He oh, works front desk at the hotel. How'd you meet him, Tanya? Like, How'd you meet him? Fucking Tinder, B. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I totally commend you for still fighting the good fight with the online shit. I I'm can't do with it. the online shit. I can't. I met some and real weirdos. I'm about to pack it up. I'm about to pack it up and go home. I'm like, yo, this is... <laughs> and if I had paid for any one of these fucking apps, I'd be mad. I'm like, this is terrible. I don't pay but for anything. But men do not approach no. me in the street. Right. They do not. Well, me, you know, not. me either. But Taj could talk about that because she gets approached a lot. She's a I high do. yellow. She's a high yellow. So talk I, about it. This newbie, I got approached uh, about two weeks ago. Uh-huh. First, I saw him in the... Um, in the deli. Mm -hmm. I don't be paying attention to nobody because I ain't, listen, I ain't looking for nothing. But he spotted me. Right. So, day goes, he said hi, I said hi, boom. Day goes on, I'm coming home from school, over here on World Trade, I'm mm -hmm. about to walk to the path. I'm coming up the escalator, he's coming down. He's like, well, I guess it was meant to meet you because I see you again. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, well, if you want to talk to me, I'm going this way. So, and he came right up the escalator, yeah. and we talked for about an hour. Now, if I give you an hour of my time from school, work, kids, kid, listen, I must be kind of interested. Let me tell you something. I so I'm like you. I don't, I don't meet guys like on the street. I get the you're very beautiful, and then that's it. Right. Which is fine because I probably I'm a little uncomfortable. But if I go to a like my meeting thing is like the party scene. Like if I'm out with mm -hmm. friends, you know that's usually how I that's usually men how don't I talk guys. to me there either. I'm five I'm five ten. I'm two hundred and some odd pounds. You're beautiful. I'm dark skin. Right. I've got a big old nose and long ass locks. But and you I got think men just great lips. <laughs> this bitch is a warrior. I feel like they are. I think. They feel like I'm really physically imposing, and then I almost where do, always where do you go though? But where do you go? Where do you go? You go to you go to our American shit, like Black American. Yeah, shit? no, I mean you know lately because I feel like I'm getting ready to just be done with American men. Me too. So, I, um, we got yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm over American. Oh men. my There's god. They're there the, is there's ooh. something to like American black men because really yep. that's that's I'm gonna stay in my lane. I, I'm not doing pink teen anymore. No. I've, I've gone through my pink teen phase. Done it. Y'all can it. have that uncooked chicken. I'm, I'm okay with oh, here. No. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it either. However, but and I'm just gonna so, just break yeah. you for one second. However, I don't know. Like, do I really want to be sixty talking about I'm not doing that? We'll talk about it a little bit more later. But go ahead, go ahead, finish. I'm sorry. Yeah. So on. I've been trying my hand in like non-white you know like like non-black men but of color mm -hmm. and like black like b african and west indian thank you but even yeah. that like yeah, it forced me to Indians. also like deal with uh, like my own like xenophobic shit right right because these french african men they be on my body i married one. but i like i just i struggle with the accents and you know i'm a very verbose person i love words i'm using all yes. the big words and, yes. and a lot of them don't understand what the fuck i'm talking about and i'm <laughs> right. like that's annoying that's so annoying yeah. right but you know because i say my french african was an intellectual so um you know i would my advice is go that route. Find an intellectual. Mm -hmm. um, you know, hopefully he's physically pleasing, you know, and then do it. So I lucked up in that way. Like his English wasn't the best, but because he was so advanced intellectually, you know, we were able to make it work. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I love African men. I have two children by African men. Um, and, but the, the, the more intellectual and bougie, the better. 
Mm-hmm. Like, don't mm. go. I mean, he could be a cab driver for the moment, but just try to find the ones that have masters. I'm not dating nobody cab driver. Period. I don't care what. Country well, I mean, look, he could be an Uber <laughs> driver with a master's degree. He could be an mm. Uber driver. Yeah, you know he can I mean? be, but he needs to be doing something else other than Uber. I ain't even yeah. trying to be funny. Like, I mean, I, that's the new shit I'm on too. Like, well, yeah, I'm a single mom. I got a gang of kids. Yeah. I don't spend my last twenty years. Making excuses for niggas. And all I if, did was give me more kids and further in debt. I think we if the niggas you. not coming with some dough, then I'm really, I'm trying to, like, I mean, I'm not. Listen, what kind yeah. of dough? Like, I, I'm like this. I'm good with, um, you know, you working a non-traditional job that's making a lot of money enough to sustain us if necessary if i get sick or something can like you that. take me on vacation i think yeah. that's my yeah that's okay. my thing right now because yeah. i provide for myself no matter what it is hook a crook whatever if can i got pay my mortgage stand, if i, I if make, something happens right to me. i make shit happen yeah. for myself yeah but for me is can you take me on vacation if for whatever reason i'm short Right. Can you provide? Pick up the slack. Can right. you help me with my kids' extracurricular activities? Let me tell you something. Like, can you pay for my daughter's dance tuition this month? I like, have that. That's what I mean. The guy that I've been talking about, he can do all of that for me, right? He mm-hmm. he got brand new. We're not even going to that, but he can do all of that for me, and that's a plus. The dick right. is great. Plus, plus. crazy <sighs> minus. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So then you got the really nice guys who are like average, you know, at yeah. best, maybe even like more like smarter, you know, but mm-hmm. not as good look. Right. And oh, I forgot. And good looking. Right. Plus. Plus. Mine is crazy. Crazy. So let's just talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about. um, Let's talk about the options. Right. <laughs> the options are few. The options, the options are few. Yeah, I'm, right? I'm feeling like so, I gotta tell you, I feel like I I am feeling very. Yeah, I I'm yeah I'm I, feeling like fuck this fucking shit. Yeah, I got too much yeah. going on. Yeah, like yeah. and I want to concentrate on like I don't want to like be my financial listen, stability and yep, my career and my that, branding and all that. But look, let's keep it real. Okay, I remember my auntie, God rest her soul. She, she, how old was she when she passed away? Maybe in her, maybe 60. Now, she had a dude from the islands, uh-huh. right? Because she was all about her island, Trini, because we Trini thing, mm-hmm. got a Trini thing. So she had her man down in Trini. And then something happened. He did something foul, and then she broke up with him. And then she, that was like, it, she had two men, she had three men in my whole life. Her kid's father, um, her boyfriend of like <laughs> somebody knocking on the door. Her boyfriend of like fifteen years, and then this Trini dude. We were all excited about the Trini guy. She mm-hmm. would see him every now and then. He would come up or whatever, and then he broke her heart. He did something. It was like three years they were together. Mm. Then Auntie never ever dated again. again? Like she just she was like she didn't even talk about men. She just. I, I don't want to do that. Like, no, I don't want to be, I don't want to be auntie. And I feel like for a whole heap of us, that's where we're headed because we're tired of the bullshit. She was so heartbroken. I'll never forget uh-huh. it. Um, we're tired of the bullshit, right? Tired of the bullshit, tired of the instability, the instability and no loyalty. Mm-hmm. Nobody's loyal. I'm like, but I think that's across the board, right? That I mean, I think, I think that's across the board. I think everybody's having an issue with that. Not just black women. Um, you know, white women, too? white women having this issue yeah. too. I think it's the, I think it's the advent of online dating and the internet and porn and blah, 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 all we can go run the gamut. But what, a, so I, I guess I, you know, I want to give people some hope and I've, and I've been trying to do that with this podcast <laughs> and using my own journey, but I'm just like, it don't seem like it's, it's, it's I'm I'm really at a loss at this point. Listen, me and Philly broke up last week. Last week it was just done. Mm-hmm. The story is like she said, not enough blunts, not yes, enough tequila, not enough not edibles, enough tea not en- <laughs> <laughs> for that whole conversation. But um, in the interim. 
I went to a tailgate party and met somebody. Okay. And then I still got the dude I met in the train. Right. And um, I got somebody f- from the Wayback Machine. Right. So like- oh, by the way, I shut my Wayback Machine down. Like, I'm no, so I'm off the market for any ex boyfriends, except for one. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Except for, except for one, because he's poly, and I'll do a poly situation. But other than that, I'm off the ex machine. Done. Done. You too, yep. Tanya. Yeah, I'm 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 not doing no just because when I look back, like I made so many like I have to be careful about not like getting stuck in a rut of self loathing. Yeah. Yes. Because like I made so many poor decisions yeah. when it came to men. I can't think of one good boyfriend I had. Mm. Or like one decent lover. And I don't mean like in terms of their sexual prowess. Right. But I mean like like in terms good... of them being a decent human being. Don't get me wrong. I've had a life full of good dick. Oh, yeah. Right? And it's only been recently that I've been like trying to open myself up to like my non-type and do something different that I'm now coming in contact with little dick niggas or I'm now coming in contact with niggas who don't really have no stroke. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> there's, look, there's so many of them, which is why. I don't why... know. Like, I don't know that life because it's, my life yeah. has been filled with like, like good dick. I used but to say. All... It's not been filled with good men at I, all. I have to say. I, you know, you know, I was like, you know, during the 80s, you know, we were women of a certain age, like all the real dope guys got sent away or got married or right. just went off the market at some point. Right. And then all of these, not even B guys, these C guys, right. Mm-hmm. They weren't the B guys were the ones that got married. The C guys are the ones that are out here now. Like these guys would have never got any play 10 years ago. Not at all. Right. So that's what we have. That's what we have to deal with. So I'm me. I'm, I'm taking myself. I'm with you. I'm taking myself off this black American thing. I'm going to, to, you know, where I know, you know, men appreciate women and, you know, appreciate, you know, relationships and that kind of thing. But I also, you know, as I mentioned on many shows, am still interested in the, the polyamorous um, setup because, and I say this because as, you know, bringing it back to the, to parenting, you know, we have small kids. Taz, your kids are, are getting older now. One just turned 11 today. Yeah, yeah. But I st- I'm, my kids are still young, and Tanya has younger kids. And so, you know, I'm thinking, I, you know, w- realistically, right, I would love to have, like, a monogamous relationship, you know, uh, um, with someone and have them, you know, come in, swoop down and do that whole thing. But come on, I've tried that three times, right? right? And it didn't work. It didn't work. So now I'm like, um, I'm kind of open because like you, Tanya, like you, Taj, I have things that I'm working on for myself. Exactly. And I don't have a whole heap to give to uh, one man. You know what I mean? I don't have a whole heap. And I want to explore like, you know, having, you know, multiple Hot shit. When I was a 36, I was dating multiple. I was, that was the best time of my life. <laughs> when I had like, you know, I was juggling. Right. Yeah, I was I was juggling and it was okay. I had my own shit. That's the thing. We all have our own stuff. We right. have our own money. We have right. our own places. We, right. We don't need we don't need anything, you know, from a guy. So um I don't know. What do you think? Well, right in the moment, like I have so many goals that I'm setting and that I'm achieving. Right. It's like when somebody comes into my space, I let it be known. This is what I'm working on. Right. So either you got to support me and flow with me. Mm-hmm. But if you want to be a hindrance, you you can't. No, you got to go. Yeah. You got to go. That's hard for me. I, I, you know, <clears throat> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pleaser, you know, I'm the, and I'm a pleaser too. And then, I please too much. Right. And then I get my ass. Yeah, I like balance. I like, I like balance. I, you know, I try to stay open and meet people where they are, but that just, like, I'm just saying, I don't know if that works. I don't, you know, I wanted to have something really positive to say to single women out there who are trying to figure it out. We live in a sprawling metropolis, so we have an advantage. This is true. We, we're at an advantage, but for sisters that are living someplace remote, 
you right, know, in some rural area, right? Where you know, <laughs> pickings are few. <laughs> listen, I, here's my advice to you guys: just move, move, get out of there, get out of those, leave Arkansas and you know all those places yes. that I, you know, I I heard. Um, I was talking to a friend just the other day, and she, you know, she was talking about Chicago and like St. Louis and Detroit, you know, where. Um, northern sensibilities, but also southern legacy, southern mm. upbringing, mm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how true it is. This is just one person's vantage point. You ever date anybody from the Midwest, Tanya? Um, I don't feel like Chicago is what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that like what you mean? Or you yeah, mean like Chicago, Detroit, you know, mm-hmm. Kansas City. I mean, I think I've had some some fly by night lovers by way of there, but and uh-huh. I definitely had a man that I was very very enamored with, right? Uh, who I got to kiss under a full moon when he visited one time. Oh, but outside sweet. of that, now I haven't yeah. had any serious relationships out of the Midwest. Let's talk. Let, let's talk about. Let's talk about um, the sex, <laughs> right? Because for single for single moms. You know, I don't know about you, but for me, it's imperative. Like right now, part of the reason why I'm going through the situation I'm going through is because it's been a month. Like I, my sex drive is serious, right? Girl. And I make I make time for it. You know, I'm like, okay, you know, baby is over here on the weekend. This right. is my time. Right. Like this has been a ritual going on two years. Right. And so now things have, you know, kind of tapered off. And I'm like, oh, this ain't going to work for me. You know, right. um, so what's, what's your whole, what's your whole thing with the sex piece? What advice do you have for, um, moms who are not making time and, um, not figuring out their pleasure as a form of self care and that kind of thing? What do you think? Well, um, before two weeks ago, <laughs> the last time I had sex was July 4th. Wow. And that was with Philly. Wow. And then we had a spat, and I just was not doing anything. So I just kept myself busy. Mm-hmm. I traveled. I hung out with people and mm-hmm. kept my mind going. And eventually my pussy just cut off. See, that's, <laughs> see, that's a, I, I think that's we, – we, listen, I could talk about loss of libido all day. I like, I do workshops like, on that shit. When, it's horrible. What happened? And – when I went on vacation in Brazil, I masturbated and it was like, oh, okay, you're still awake. You're, you're still, still alive. Somewhere. Okay, <laughs> okay. Good. And then when I met uh, Fulton Street, <laughs> <laughs> I met him on Monday and I fucked him on a Friday. Hey. Just because. <laughs> you need, you're like bent up. Just because. And it was. <sighs> How was it? It was, it was okay. Yeah. You know, he. He has this mystique. Yeah. And I like mysteries. So right. I like that. It kind of drives me. Right. And then I called him up. I was like, what you doing? Um, and I'm on my couch in my underwear. I'll be over. Where you live? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I said she's spicy, y'all. She's <laughs> spicy. He was like, for real? I was like, I'm, a, I'm on my way. Right. So I get there. He's still in his underwears. Upper body looking good. I'm, and I'm all about arms and chest, you she's know. A, she's a fire sign, you guys. So and a creep. So, <laughs> so you know, he got it popping. It was like no foreplay. So I just mm. wasn't. And then he kept. Talking. Oh God, I can't stand no girl. Of you girl. and you know, I mm. I have like body image issues. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'm a fat woman, and I don't mm. say like don't nobody has the chime in and be like, oh girl, you're not fat. No, like, I'm not gonna say you're not fat. Just, I'm not. I'm not okay. gonna go into that. I'm just saying, but your booty though, your booty is your booty well, popping. Yeah, and you know what's so funny? I I was oblivious my whole life, and then my kid's father one day he's got me bent over, and he is going to town, and I, he's so turned on, and he was like, you just you got a porno. He was like, I wish you could see what this looks like for wow. me. Wow. Right? And awesome. then after that, I happened to like catch myself in a mirror one day and I was like, like, oh, okay. I literally backed up. Right. I was like, nigga, you've been dragging all this wagon and you didn't even know? So now, like, I get it. Like, I know I'm a fat girl with a shape, right? I know that I'm shapely, I'm voluptuous, mm-hmm. I'm juicy, I own that. 
Yeah. But I feel like, I, you know, you still have to, be, especially as a dark-skinned woman, as an African-looking yes, woman that's right. living in America, you know, your self-love has to be intentional. It does. And yes. and, Let's talk about you know? that for a minute. And so, Let's talk like, about that for a quick Like, when a man is second. like, I'm just going to ram my penis into you, you don't touch me, you don't kiss me, you don't yeah. show me goddess worship. The first place I go to is, do you not like my body? Right. Is there something wrong with my body? Do you mm. just want to hurry up and fuck me so you can get it over with? Right. Like, are you just fucking me out of obligation because now we're both naked and it would be awkward to stop? Right. You know? Tanya, let's talk a little bit about the colorism because... Um, I mean, it has nothing to do with sync parents, but I just want to touch on that because you're always very open about that. And that's something that, mm. you know, you know, I struggle with as well, but I, you know, I struggle with it in a way that's like, like my self-esteem is intact, mm-hmm. but I struggle yeah. with it, you know, trying to convince men of that. You know what I mean? Because I think that they mm-hmm. automatically think because I'm dark skinned that I have a, you know, some, co- some sort of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Some sort of self-esteem issue. issue. It's just like an automatic thing, you know, black Americans, how right. that goes. Um, so what, what do you, what do you tell? Because you really own your sexuality. I'm someone who owns my sexuality. What, what advice do you, I'm going to, I'm going to give some tips, but I want I want you to give some tips. What do you do? You mean in terms of like boosting my own self-esteem? Boosting your self-esteem, but also in those situations, right? So a guy doesn't, you know, do all the things that you want him to do. How do you get through that? Like, how do you deal with that? I don't deal with it at all now. Mm -hmm. I tell men off the bat. Like, Mm -hmm. we all want what we want, right? These niggas don't have no problem within five minutes of your inbox asking when you're going to come and see them and this, that, oh, you're going to cook for me or whatever. I tell these niggas right now, (laughs) I'm not a maid, okay? Mm -hmm. I cook for people I love, and bitch, I don't know you. That's number one. So I'm not cooking for you, right? And I Uh tell them, you know, you like what you like, you want what you want. I like what I like, I want what I want. If you are not touching the hem of my garment, if there's no goddess worship, I'm telling you right now, you're not getting no pussy. Right. It's just like that. Right. If you're not, if I'm not constantly being, we all have our love language. If I'm not constantly be, being reaffirmed, and it's not about needing the validation of men. I give that to myself. Exactly. I wake up every morning That's and I look key. in the mirror and I That's tell myself, key. bitch, you fly. Right. right. You know That's what I'm key. saying? That's key. Like, even if I don't mm-hmm. feel that way, that Exactly. Day, so I put my mirror know? right by my bed, right? And it wasn't intentional. Mm-hmm. It's been by my bed, but not facing me. But the other day I kind of had it like facing me so when i opened my eyes there i was i was like hey right right you're cute you know what i'm saying i like the way Mm. you look when you wake up so i think those that's something that i would say um you know to a single mom that's out there that maybe just got back in the game really work on building your self-esteem um before you these men they are like they are like hound dogs they are like yeah those dogs at the airport they can sniff it out (laughs) I know and yes, the way they that do. they are cultured yep. and a lot of the, like a lot of the OGs, you know, <laughs> a lot of people want to revere OGs, but OGs are just fucked up ass old men who oh. are lucky enough not to like have their shit catch up with them and kill them. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. And they give a lot of these young men and boys just jacked the up misogynistic advice. Yes. Advice. So you know what I'm saying? Oh, Ooh. get you a single mom because yeah, she, exactly. she always wants to snap. Oh, or, let's talk about the you know, snap. She, she gonna let you do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like they come to the gate thinking that, especially if you like me, you a fat, dark skin. What some people might consider not attractive because I have very strong African features. Men come. I've had men like come step to me like, and if I'm not interested, the shit that'll come out of their mouth is like, how dare you not be interested? Exactly. Because you should be grateful that somebody's even fucking oh, interested in you. Like I'm not supposed to have standards. It's crazy. Listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about the stigma a little bit because I, you know, so now I got, I have three. Everybody knows I have three. I have three, mm-hmm. three daddies. Right. And, um, and that's a little bit of a stigma for me. Mm-hmm. Right. You didn't, nobody planned to not be with any of them. Right. Right. You don't, that's not what you plan. Well, the middle one, yeah, the first one and the last one. No, I, I, that wasn't, you know, part of my planning. So whatever, it happened. I'm out of those situations now. I'm newly fresh back on the scene. I'm feeling like, you know, a piece of meat in the middle of the jungle. It's just prey, just all kinds of tomfoolery, 
people, you know, the internet, I just had to steer clear of it because I don't have the wherewithal for that kind of bullshit. The patience. No, mm-hmm. I, I just, I can't, I, you know, I have to think about my kids, my mental, you know. Right. Right. So, um, but let's talk about some of the things that they think about us. They think, um, you know, we're problematic. Mm-hmm. You know, they think that, we, you know, we don't. My favorite thing when you talk about the OGs passing down this bad information. So prior to doing, you know, coming up with the podcast, I spoke with a, a number of dudes. Right. Because I was like, maybe let me think about how I'm presenting, you know, so that I can, you know, figure out why we're having this disconnect. Right. And a lot of what I heard was, oh, black women. Let's just talk about black women in general, not even single parents, black women. You know, we're angry, you know, we we talk back, we don't listen, we don't cook, you know, we're we're um argumentative and just all of these negative connotations that right. were aso- associated with black women, regardless, Tanya, of our skin color, right? Just black women. Mm-hmm. Right. I was listening to DL Hughley um stand up last night. Or the other night, Friday night, with my son, I was so mortified how he was talking about his wife, and he was like, "Oh, if she dies, he's you know, if they break up, he's going right to like a thirty-two-year-old Puerto Rican, mm. and you know, and, and you know, shout out to my Latinas, you know, for us who identify how we identify is fine, but oh my God, I was like, my son is watching this, you know what I mean? Right. Like this, when you say the OGs passing down that janky information, that's, that's true. exactly. That's exactly true. So when a guy says to me, just recently, my old my old man, ex man now, says to me, um, well, you know, you're not you haven't been cooking lately. You're trying to get back out there. You know you're gonna have to cook. Mm. I, yeah. I said, I'm not cooking because my kids are away. They're on vacation. Right. So, and I'm on a break. Like I don't have to, you know, like re- like take me out. Right. You know what I mean? Which come on. You know, yeah, but I, that, that we could do that. But, you know, you still need to cook every day. Why? Hell no. To waste food? Like, we don't live together. Right. Like, I, I just, I didn't understand Who am it. I feeding? So, Why? Listen, listen. So, that said, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I just, as soon as, like, if I meet somebody, like, met a dude in Jersey, mm-hmm. older guy, 45. 46, 47, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And everything was good. We talking, vibing. I'm trying to learn people, mm-hmm. you know. But he started just putting on these, like, he knew me. And mm-hmm. I continuously had to check. You don't know me. Right. So stop trying to analyze he me. He puts you in a box. Yes. And I'm like, and I had to, like, Check him so hard uh-huh. that he got off the phone with me. He was just like, I'll talk to you another time. I was like, it's great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. in the interim, he's talking about, let me just eat it. Let oh, me God. let me just uh-huh. eat it. And I'm like, no. Right. No. Yeah. Why you don't want to be my woman? Why would I? Why? You got a house? Okay. You got a car? Okay. Right. So? But you're damaged. Right. You're damaged. I'm thinking, you know, when I was younger and had a little more flexibility, I would, um, you know, I've definitely reached outside of the community. I dated, you know, I had a friend out in in London, Mm. you know, I had a friend out in, um, you know, (laughs) Italy. You know what I mean? I, need to I go international. I mean, I I think there's something to that. I know it's difficult, you know, as 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 parents, you know, there's a lot of planning that's involved with that. If you're younger and you have the ability to do it, if you have support, I highly recommend that. You know, we're it's you know, it's slim pickings. It's really slim it pickings. Really you don't want just anyone around your children. But I would also say that pleasure um, you know, doesn't necessarily have to be tied to a relationship. You Absolutely. know what I mean? It doesn't have to be tied to a relationship. So that's where I am now. I'm like, okay, you know, this thing didn't work out and that's okay. It doesn't mean I don't want to love again. Right. But I think it's really important to continue on 
um receive getting having pleasure having pleasurable moments i agree having good times you know meeting people um and don't let anybody place these uh stigmas on you that you're a mom and you shouldn't be doing x y and z right i had god tell me one time um you know i dated someone who hadn't had sex for 10 years (laughs) And I was like, that would never be me. And so he was like, I don't understand. Like, what if I went away? Or, you know, I was like, I don't know. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But I would never, (laughs) I would never elect to not have sex for more than 30 days, really. Like, that's just not who I am. You know what I mean? Like, there's never been a situation where I didn't want to have sex. That's disrespectful to my spirit. (laughs) You should see her face. That's against my religion. I'm sorry. (laughs) We're sexual beings. Exactly. sex is needed. Yeah. I mean, we're moms. We bring forth life. Like, that's the whole point, right? Um, But anyway... Moving on, moving on. I, I'm I'm having a good time. This Me is too. A, this is a this is a good topic. Tanya, what's going on? You okay over there? You got kids in the background? There are definitely kids in the background, but I've locked <laughs> them out of the room. They're fine. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I for me, I'm not having a good time. Mm. I'm in a space of yearning, mm. um, and I'm not thinking about this nigga. Like I'm not thinking about my ex a whole lot anymore. I'm glad I've gotten to that point. I definitely have moments where I am sad and I'm in mourning. I get caught off guard and Mm -hmm. I'm crying. Mm -hmm. But, like, my life is better without him in it. Mm -hmm. My biggest concern is, like, what's going to happen when he comes home from jail? Because, yes, Mm -hmm. that ass is in jail. Mm -hmm. He's choking me and smacking Mm -hmm. and biting. Yeah, he's where where he needs to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, know, so, like, that's, you know, not to, you know, get in the weeds of that. But, Mm -hmm. like, so now I'm out here and I'm like, okay, it's time for my season of hold'em <laughs> oh, hey. Hey. Yes. yeah i'm just like why can't i find a mature man who works mm-hmm. who has disposable income whose finances are together right with good dick and who doesn't mind going out and playing boyfriend with me every once in a while i don't care who you fucking outside of me right. be responsible with me or be responsible outside of me don't have no bitches on my telephone talking about you coming to me as a woman or because everybody gonna get their feelings hurt mm-hmm. i'm not doing no more i'm coming to you as a woman phone calls i'm not making no more i'm coming to you as a woman phone calls. i see i've been on both sides of that fence i'm not doing that anymore we're all adults we should all be honest with one another. I, don't throw shit in my face. Don't be Please. non-communicative, dismissive, mm-hmm. and abusive. Yeah. And we're good. And you would think that I was asking for a lot. It's a I tall order for, I for black men. A couple times a week and who can take me out to eat once a week. That's it's not it, that hard. It. It's not that complicated. Listen, oh my God. Like, I literally, like, tears welled up in my eyes a little bit because that's exactly what I asked the goddess for when I met this last dude and he, he really like, he fulfilled a lot of what I was asking for. You know what I mean? But there was, but he, you know, people come how they come and they Absolutely. have their own stuff. You know, I would say with all of that, what you're saying, I agree with you 100%, but there's still maturity. There's still a maturity because you can do all the things you can show up and look good on paper mm-hmm. and you could have the whole list checked off. But if you don't have like, this is a person who lacks empathy. So they're all those mm. things, but they lack empathy. They're not compassionate. Like they're not, you know, they're disassociated from the relationship, right? But right. they they know how to show up, dick you down, bring you stuff, mm-hmm. you know, look good, take you out, all of that. But really, the like disconnect, emotionally disconnected. And so initially, that was fine because I was like. You know, I just want to have a little something nearby my, and the other thing was like, gotta live close to me. And he lived like, you know, four or five blocks away in his own home, you know, really fly. Like everything is like, looks great on paper, but, um, yo, I I mean, I gotta say like, you know, you know what I, I think, you know, every relationship should help you grow. And I feel like this, absolutely. I, what I learned is that, you know, being emotionally disconnected from is really, really unhealthy. It doesn't help really, really all. unhealthy. So I would add that to, to my, I, you know, I, I take your list and I add a little, a little bit more to it because, um, 
you know, as I'm, I guess as I'm aging, I'm just like, look, you know, in order to like really be happy and, and, and chill, like I don't need all the crazy. I I just want some basic stuff. Simple. Just real basic. Very, very simple. I'm, yeah, I, I mean, I, I yearn to, I have to, I have to admit, you know, even in a relationship, um, there was, uh, I, I felt lonely in a sense, um, which isn't healthy. Um, but I, you know, I, that yearning, I try to turn that around and, and use that, that energy for, to do creative stuff. I'm sure we all do that. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all do that. But that's really honest. Well, for me, that's relatively new, though, because what that yearning did for me before was just like have me like engage in relationships and then like like engage in cognitive dissonance. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I mean, at least I got a little piece of dick. Right. At least I got me a piece of <laughs> exactly. dick. At least I got a piece of man. Yeah. Right. And we know we <laughs> we got a bunch of women out here now who say some of the wildest shit out they mouth yeah and you be like yo the shit that our sisters will continue to put up with because mm-hmm. at least she got a piece of husband right, right. right. oh my yeah. god and i'm just at 38 years old with a gaggle full of fucking kids and a career that i fucking fought tooth and nail clawed mm-hmm. into existence and after coming out of a five-year physically abusive, spiritually abusive, emotionally abusive relationship, mm-hmm. I ain't taking a piece of nothing. You come right. to me whole, or I'm good. Or right? I'm, I'm good. Right. Out. right. And a lot of these niggas are resentful when mm-hmm. they're confronted with that. So that's why oh, a lot of them it. talk a lot of shit about black women. Because a lot of uh, black women are in what I call their lotus return, mm-hmm. right? So the lotus flower does not bloom if it's not down in the muck and right. the water and the mud, right. Right. right? And so we saw our grandmothers and our mothers go through that, dealing with all this struggle, love, and sticking around. Because for a gang of reasons, they didn't feel like they had a lot, a lot of options. Right. And yet somehow we've carved out a path. We've created language. You know, and so, like, my generation, our generation, definitely generation behind us, the millennial generation, are seeking wholeness within each other. Shit, some of us are like, I'll fuck my friend before I go out here. Like, my female friend. <laughs> what book my is that? friend, whatever, before I go yeah. out here. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll learn what pleasure is on my own. On and my, my own. own and learn my body and all of that. You know. Before I go out here and just have this man around my neck like an albatross. Yeah. And so... We are very vocal about that right, now, and right. so now we angry and we 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 war scarred and battle and all of that and yeah. bitter. Mm-hmm. It's like all right, come on, and 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 men have been using that since the beginning of the time mm-hmm. to to control women. The difference is a lot of black women now are like and and <laughs> I'm quick with the and right, and, right. okay. Or right. they like you know what? Fuck that. I'll get Chad. Like, <laughs> you know, it's so crazy. Through, when right. I came out of my relationship, I literally part of my research, but then also I was like, all right, let me try it their way. Because I was like, you know, I never have done that. I've always been who I am. I've always right. had the mouth. I've always, you know, um, I, I, I have a little testosterone. I've always had that because, you know, I raised myself up, whatever, you know, my story mm-hmm. is, is, you know, it is what it is, but I'm a strong woman. I'm independent, like like most of us, right? And so, you know, I was like, okay, let me try my hand at this type of femininity, right? Mm. This femininity that black men say we don't possess, right? right? But let me tell you about that. Men who say that um, black women are this or that and the other, you go ahead. I did it. I went ahead and I put the apron on. I was cooking meals. I was giving bomb head. I was coming to the door in the lingerie. Mm-hmm. I had the hair cascading down my back. Mm-hmm. I was doing all the things. Okay. And even with that, I still, it still wasn't enough. No, it's never enough. It wasn't enough. So I'm just like, damn this. Right. I I've did, tried it. It didn't work. You understand what I'm I saying? I did the same thing in Philly. <laughs> his, his baby daughter was there. I took my second daughter there. And I'm watching his baby daughter, my my second child. I'm cooking a meal. He's sitting on the couch, right? Watching TV. We he's Playing having house. friends over, right. and I'm cooking for the friends right. and everything. And and he's just, I'm just and it, 
as I'm in it and I'm seeing I'm in it, mm-hmm. but it felt like I was having an out of body experience because I stepped out of myself and was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. What am I doing? Don't get me wrong. There was this nigga so- sitting on the couch like he the fu- Oh, hell no. <laughs> That's the testosterone. Yo, you know I'm full of testosterone. Let me tell you something. I, for a moment there, right, because I was, you know, it was my own experiment and I was testing my limits, Mm -hmm. right? So there was some pleasure in it for me, right? There was some healing in that actually Mm -hmm. for me because I was like, I've never done this before. Right. My first husband, um, Francophone West African, was angry with me because I wouldn't show up at the door with a bucket of water so he could like dip his hands in because I was stay at home mom so he could like dip his hands in that's cultural right it's like a uh, cultural thing but I was like no like I'm not doing that I was young and I didn't you know understand like I had no listen you talk about black feminism some people have to read about those things right I grew up a black I grew up in in a, in a black in feminist era. home mm-hmm. right so you know my grandmother very strong my mom like so for me, I was like, this, what are you talking about? Um, I'm going to, you know, That's we're foreign. here. Yeah, we're yes. here. I'm bringing you, but like, what time, where are we? What, what, what century are we living in? That's not happening, you know? And so, of course, that marriage did not last. Right. <laughs> right? That didn't last. There you go. Right? And so I've continued my, the rest of my life like that. So here I am at 40-something, 45, and I'm like, all right, let me just give this thing a try. Because maybe, maybe I got it wrong. Right. Maybe I got it wrong. But then when I did it and then I look back at my ex and his new situation, they don't care. They're still going to drag you. No. Nope. They're still going to drag you. Right. So, I'm, so I'm like, why don't I just live my life, live yep. my best life, you know? And, you know, yeah. I mean, there is a strong possibility that, and I don't wish this for anyone, um, you know, there is a strong possibility that I will find myself in a polyamorous situation. I'm not going to say I'll be alone because right. that's not going to happen. Right. But that I will be in a polyamorous situation, um, you know, you know, as I, as I age. And I'm totally. You're okay with I'm that. I'm totally okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm totally okay with that. I think I'm going to just be having my bench nice and warm because I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to have just different flavors. Yeah. Different. Yeah. Whatever, because the whole idea, and and I had to like scale it back, and mm-hmm. I was like, you know, throughout my childhood, I grew up with my mom, my mm-hmm. two aunts, and my grandmother. Same. So, mm-hmm. you know, I really, my mom had a plethora of boyfriends, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. So I really didn't grow up knowing mm-hmm. how a relationship, what it looked like, what it felt like. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't really know what a happy relationship looked like because mm-hmm. it wasn't presented to me. Right. So I put it together on my own. That's, that's real. So, mm-hmm. you know, after this relationship, I was talking to an ex, but he cares. hmm about it, and I just was like, I don't know really what a happy relationship really looks like. I don't know that people know that, you know. Right. I think it's. I think, you know, I think we look at television and we look at the media, there. we look at yeah, the internet, yeah. and you know, we have this perception of what happy really is. But I can tell you, even in that short time that I was married, and in the long term relationships that I've been in it it's not there's no such thing right right there's a balance right right so everything lies in the balance there is no such thing as like a ha- i mean you could come to it with some positivity at least that's what i try to do right stay positive as much as i possibly can um but i just i don't think it's really possible you know i think you know there's this perception of happiness that's is that's warped we got to, and I'm so angry because there's so many things I want to talk about, but we only, we got to wrap it up in a few minutes. Um, Tom, you have any, like, I I want to give, um, before we go, let's just talk a little bit more about like sexual preferences. What, what, what's Mm. your, yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. 
Se- sexual preferences? Yeah. Like, what, yeah, what, yeah. What, so what I need to happen during What you sex? need to happen, how you make it happen. Like you have, you have how many children? You have six children? I have six children. You have six children. How do you, how do you do what you do? Help some sisters out. I don't know. I, I don't think I do it very gracefully. And there's a lot of yelling involved. I think I'm trying to be a more Zen mom, but uh-huh. I ain't there yet. The ancestors are still working on me. Uh-huh. Uh, and I do it. But what I do do is try to be forgiving. And I'm just okay. transparent with my children and I'm open. Mm-hmm. My mother, my stepmother's always clutch and my mother are always clutching their pearls about the way in which I talk to my kids. Mm-hmm. Because I just, you know, if you know me, you always, you probably heard me say on more than one occasion, I like to call a thing a thing. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. with my kids, I like to be very open with them. Um, my my 14-year-old, my 16-year-old know that I have sex. I talk to them about right. the fact that I'm of a sexual course. being and yeah. that I have sexual relationships. Right. I tell them when I'm going out on dates, like there's no there's no oh, mommy's going to go see a friend. Mommy is going out tonight and I may not be home until the morning. And this right. is, so this is what our routine looks like. Right? Right. right. And then by demystifying sex for them, then I know that I don't have to worry about, um, you know, what I'm saying like not that if one of my girls came home pregnant, their lives would be over. I don't believe in that either. But. This idea that they're, for me, I feel like they're less likely to get into situations where they feel like they have no agency because somebody has been real with them about sex. Right. Um, you know, but, you know, I say all that, but to answer your original question, I don't know, for me, sexual preferences, head is a must now. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. If, if I'm not, like, you be, maybe you wouldn't be, <laughs> I probably wouldn't be, but I am shocked as a 38 year old woman how many men over the age of 25 are still talking about they don't give head. Huh. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that's... I'm sorry, what? I don't... I, you, mm, I don't even oh, want anybody no. that doesn't... I don't want... Truthfully, I feel like I don't let anybody give me head. Like, if... I'm very it, selective. I'm very selective about that because... Mm. Mm, yeah, you're not going... Mm, don't... And plus, a lot of guys think that they can use that. I talk about this on the show all the time. They think they can use that as a... um. You know, to make you an entrance an, way. Yeah, but yes. also, the, you know, they do that, and then they their the stroke is 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 trash, right? You know what I mean. And so mm-hmm. they use the head to try to compensate for what they're lacking for in sex. So I don't let people get. That's my my thing is I don't let people do that. I'm like, let's see what you're working with first, right? And if that's okay, then I might let you give me head because you're not gonna think. Nah, I guess I'm a man then. You know how yeah. men they always they always seem to get their dick sucked. Right. I'm all like, yeah, no, you need to eat some pussy. I'm sorry. Because yeah, no. for me, you know, and what I've gotten too, because I've also suffered through men who don't know what the fuck they're doing, and they're Absolutely. down there yeah. acting like my fucking pussy is a rawhide bone. <laughs> like I'm not entirely sure what like. I, I don't know, That's like, avoid you know, mm-hmm. and because a lot of men have learned what they've learned through porn. Yeah. And, you right. know, in and porn, because it's for the, for the male gaze, mm-hmm. there's not very good. Like, when you look at porn, very rarely do you see women getting it's eaten out that. by men. And it's, if you do, it's like him spitting on it, licking it, terrible. using that as lubrication to shove his penis in her vagina. So a lot of them, I feel like, don't really. And because we live in a misogynistic um, society where, like, woman's pleasure is not looked at as a priority for men. Right. I mean, look at some of the euphemisms that we see in popular culture come out of urban popular culture. Beat right. the pussy up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, horrible. It's horrible. This and that's why I enjoy that girl girl porn a little bit better. And intercourse is intertwined. So a lot of men don't necessarily know what they are doing. So that's one of my biggest things. But for me, too, head, when I say head is a must, I also mean, like, I want to be with the man whose dick I want to suck. Right. I am very, right. I am very, very good at me oral too. sex. Me, like, too. I'm very proud and of And I have to tell you, Tanya, you've got great like, lips. I, my, I admire your one. lips. Tanya, we need to hang out <laughs> because I feel that we would have fun. <laughs> Wait, conversation, everything. We got to wrap up. Some of these men just do not want me, like, I just do not feel like I want to suck their dick. And I feel like if I don't want to suck your dick, then I almost, almost certainly don't want to fuck you. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, for sure. Wait, let, okay, before we wrap up, um, Taj, you want to, you want to just add your, um, your preferences? Preferences, definitely, um, I, I need... You need to be sensual. Mm-hmm. I need sensuality. Mm, yeah. You have to whisper at me. You have to touch me. You have to mm-hmm. really get me in it because mm-hmm. 
because if I go into man mode, right, I'm fucking you and I'm out the door. <laughs> right. And I mm-hmm. tend to go into man mode and it really shocks dudes because mm-hmm. I'm I'm a petite woman, I'm light skinned, so they think, oh, she's a sweetie. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, I'm a savage. Yeah, they don't and even know her. I will definitely fuck you, get a nut. Oh, you. You not oh okay I, I gotta, gotta go. I gotta go <laughs> <laughs> the lift mm-hmm. has been waiting like so if you're sensual with me I'm I'm butter I, I will just I like all of those things but I need intellectual stimulation like I need I like to talk you know what I mean I like to talk yes. things I like to you know have those things have things in common where we could talk and vibe and that really like turns me on like you know foreplay for me starts you know after the last orgasm like it's just a constant mm-hmm. you know i'm a little needy you know but i own it and i feel like i just i need constant um um you know stimulation not like uh you know you got to call me all the time or no. but, but be purposeful in your moves, mm-hmm. and 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 that, I, I respond very well to that being purposeful. But anyway, I'm really, 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 really mad that we gotta go, but we do have to go. <laughs> we didn't cover half of the stuff that I wanted to talk about, but it was good to just kind of open this up. And what I think I'm want, like to do when I'm speaking out loud, I think I'm just gonna add a single mom segment to this podcast. That would be awesome. We need that. Yes. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna do. So look forward to that. Absolutely. Um, and Tanya, thank you so much. You're a powerhouse single mom. Taj, oh, another you. powerhouse single mom. Thank you. And thank you. Um, you know, let's support our sisters out here Absolutely. trying to make it do. Uh, this has been a special episode of Sex on Sunday with Katie and Alori. Alori, we'll see you next week. We miss you. Miss and you, um, lovers, have a great Sunday night. Night, night. Night, night. Bye.